Hello and welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast in association with Betfred. Betfred opened the first shop in Salford in 1967 and currently sponsor the United We Stand podcast. It's three days post Wembley and there was a lot of sore heads, I assume, Monday and Tuesday. Um, and we're in another competition again, another cup game, and we're at Old Trafford again for what seems like the 40th match of the season. But you won't catch me moaning about that because it means... We're a team on form in many competitions and challenging in our fronts, so there's plenty to be positive about there. I'm going to chat to the lads post-match um, once we see if we've managed to reach the quarter-final. The great opportunity in the FA Cup with so many good teams, big teams out of the competition. I think we've got one eye on Manchester City and what they're doing. If we can meet them, you know, perhaps further down the line or in a final, I think that'll be a you know a great occasion that our supporters will be. More than up for. It's post-match after Manchester United have beat West Ham by three goals to one to move into the quarter-final in the FA Cup. With me, I've got John Ashton, Stu Edwards, and John McCauley um, for a change. Um, John, <laughs> um, you know, we'll we'll start off with obviously there's a lot to be happy about there with United um, absolutely laying siege to an opposition goal there, something which I've not seen for best part of like five, six years. No, what, what were your thoughts on the game? Um, I mean, obviously, when you're seeing the team selection, you thought it might be slow. I mean, they were talking about West Ham resting a lot of their players, but they've obviously gone quite strong. Um, the game was slow. It was a bit after the Lord's Mayor's show, I thought, wasn't it? Even the crowd was bad. But the great thing we've got now is options off the bench when, it's, when we're not doing well. And you kind of thought, even though West Ham were 1-0 up after an hour, and they should have been 3-0 up, let's be, let's be honest, they'd miss their opportunity and, and it's not like the old days where you'd just peter out to a one that you knew the siege was coming you knew we've got players who can score goals and in the end it yeah it, it was pleasing to get the win um, and obviously give a few players a bit of a rest so yeah all in all um, no extra time so yeah it's just it's just good to, it was about just getting through on it tonight that was all yeah. you know. Stuart strange observation but I, I made um, I had the thought that that pleased me even more than the performance on Sunday <laughs> well yeah well, the second half wasn't great at Wembley, was it? But anyway, um, yeah, the first half was, wasn't was great. De Gea, I think, made two really, really good saves, kept us in it. Like John just said, could have easily been two or three at half. in front of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah could have been two or three in like half time. We couldn't complain, really. Um, so it was a bit disappointing because, the, you know, the, the fringe players, if you like, the ones, you know, got a chance tonight, didn't really take the chance first half. And uh, second half... They took the lead. Casemiro then equalised. Offside he was. Uh, you just think it's going to be one of those nights. Now then, you think it's going to end up one nil, and you know you're out of the cup. But I think the changes were just perfect timing. Uh, Ganacho just seemed to, you know, tra- transform himself second right. half, and deservedly got man of the match just for that. Probably half an hour performance alone, and just yeah, but the subs just changed the match massively, and it was just wave after wave. Uh, just it wouldn't look like we we're going to score every time we went forward. I can't remember like a, you know p- persistent pressure as much as that for a long long time no it was good to see yeah uh, obviously Rashford's going to you know scare defences in his current form Casemiro gave the ball away probably about five or six times in the first five minutes but again his he's, he's nous his know-how is dragging the team forward uh, and then like I said other players obviously stepped up as well so it was it was great to see uh, ahead of Sunday so hopefully you know the likes of Rashford and you know, I think Varane even come on for the last couple of minutes, but obviously Casemiro and Rashford had you know some good game time to keep them ticking over for Sunday. Casemiro won more headers in the box tonight than fucking Vagal stun since he signed, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, he could have scored again tonight, but yeah, unlucky with one shot. I think just before the uh, Ganacho goal, actually, 
he seemed to uh, connect quite well about 18 yards out. It looked on target and then it sort of like broke to Ganacho and the rest is history. Great finish. Sean, you played professional footballer. Football, you weren't um, a midfielder with intricate passing. So you might be disappointed tonight, but you must have been really worried about the finishing you saw on show. Well, I was a bit like Vegos, to be honest. I, mean, I got less goals than him. <laughs> did, did a bit of running. Um, no, I think like um, what, what's really pleasing about tonight is just... Uh, the big games are coming thick and fast at the moment, so you, you've you know you've got an eye on Anfield on Sunday, haven't you? It's always a big game in the season. Doesn't matter how they're playing. Um, and what what I really like about Tenag is his 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 killer instinct going for games. Like Ferguson often used to drop, you know, play play second strings in these type of games, and we'd struggle and panic, and you know we'd usually get through. But then um, you know. Tonight starts with a strong team, and and tonight I think that's probably one of the weaker teams I've seen him start with, really. But he looks at the bench, and you you know, particularly given our current form, you, you thought we had enough in us to get through. So we've got out of jail maybe a little bit, but maybe not. As I said, because second half I think we absolutely battered them. I mean, West Ham are, are not great, but but likewise they they could have easily done a job on us tonight. I really thought that could have been a, a banana skin tonight, and the fact we've got through it, that's all we needed to do onto Anfield three days rest and a lot of the big players have had not done 90 minutes tonight have they so um, we need, we're going to need a shift off yeah, them on Sunday point. that's a good point actually from John um, John <laughs> <laughs> yeah with, with regards to that I mean we had we had a few absences um, we've had like a game every three days for a long time now um, what Ten Hag does is he seems to always play like full strength in some period of the game yeah. you know is that going to trip us up at some point or are you we, happy with that we fought that didn't we we said that early on in the season that you know he might want to you know we said that he might want to forfeit one of the competitions but he's you know he's played strong teams in in every round of every cup that we've played despite of having some some reasonably good draws um the team's a lot fitter than it is you know and sometimes you it, it might just be like a mental thing when people start talking about tightness. You know, Fernandez never never gets dropped. You know, just um, to say, like he's played every ninety minutes. He seems to manage yeah. the minutes really, really well, doesn't he? And, and what he's had an ability to do that we've perhaps not had in the past is that we've had quite a few games when we've been three 0 up after an hour. So he's been out of you know bring Fernandez off, bring Rashford off. Mm. Um, but he, he, you know he works from every day. He must see who's leggy. Who, you know he needs a break, and he's, you can't fault him one bit. He's managed the minutes perfectly, but. You know, we were just joking about potentially we could have 25 games left now between now and start of June. So it's like you know, and there's an international break. So you're talking about sort of 25 games in 13 weeks. So um, it might come back to bite us. But you know, the teams. Just, I, th I think tiredness seems to affect you more when you're probably not playing well. I think when you are on a bit of a high and you you know that adrenaline yeah, keeps yeah. you going. I don't think you feel it quite as much as when you're, you're playing twice a week and losing. I think Bruno certainly the one you think it's what's he running on at the moment. You know. It, it, Got to remember, he got to the quarter-final of the World Cup, played 90 minutes, you know, for Portugal, and since then and before then, I don't remember the last time he was subbed. He just plays 90 minutes every week, and you think, and he does frustrate you at times. But at the same time, he's always trying to be positive, isn't he? You take that all day long. He does, you know, he does lose the ball occasionally, and he, and he does, but you know, he's magnificent, and he's just all over the pitch tonight again, running in the 90th minute down the touchline. You know, to, to, the game was 3-1, and he was just like everywhere again. So, Sounds like me in my prime, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I did notice the last last ten minutes, Fernandez made some uncharacteristic mistakes. You know, he he did look at well, he, <laughs> the frequency was higher than what he normally makes them. But yeah, I think I think um, 
again, you know, it, there's a lot of praise for Tenag at the moment, but the two loan signings, like, you know, I know Vegas isn't going to be uh, Mbappe or anything ever, but um, it, it, he's took pressure off the rotation. He's, he's, he's enabled other players to get rest, and, you know, and I think both of them have been great signings. It just gives us a little bit of extra depth, and the two, the two international players, you know, so, yeah, I think that's given us this uh, extra stamina. Like you say, I agree with you. When we're winning, you know, you, you want games to come fast because you like you want to carry them on. But um, it's taking its physical toll. But I really do think the two loan signings have just just enabled us because we'd have struggled up front. I think without yeah. Veghorst, we haven't got the numbers because you keep leading on to my next um, topic, which is <laughs> you know perfectly. So I think I, that's what I was going to ask actually because I was talking about Veghorst and um, Sabitzer. You know. Where do you see them next year? Because that those are Turkey. They've come in. <laughs> <laughs> they've come in though, and they, they, they've got a clear role in a system, haven't they? Vegas probably should be playing Sunday league next season. <laughs> oh, I don't. Dis- I don't Sab- agree. Sabitzer, Sab- yeah. I, I quite no, like Sabitzer. I think Sabitzer would be a good squad player. I think he's, yeah. he's, he puts a shift in. He's a bit of everything yeah. in midfield. Vegas, do you know this? Since he's come to English football, this was his thirty-fourth game, and he scored twice. Two goals in 34 games as a striker. Gary Neville used to get more than two a season. Um, he runs about. He runs about a lot, but no, he's, he's awful. But the only thing that does give me give me like hope is that if we can still be this good with him in the team, imagine if you can get a, even a semi decent striker. Or, you know, talk about Harry. Kane. You put Harry Kane in that team. It's the best team in Europe. Seriously, that's that. Is he being harsh? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm, I'm I've. Tweeted something out. I got a bit of flack on Twitter yesterday or today, or whatever it was. Lost track of a days. Uh, I'm, you know, it's great to see him sat in front of the, you know, United fans on on, on the pitch on uh, Wembley on Sunday, and he's taking it all in. Fair play to him. But I'd have done the same if I'd have won my first, you know, medal in, in English football, playing up front for Manchester United. I'd, I'd have sat there and took it all in. It's the second thing he's won since the raffle. He yeah. wants to play for United. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that question you used to get asked ages ago, and you say like. What level of football are you? If you're 3-0 up for United, you think you could come on for 10 minutes <laughs> at 3-0 up and hold your own? Well, Vegost, that's what he essentially is. He looks well, like anyone, he looks like anyone of us who could just get on the pitch and just run about. I wouldn't mind him staying as a fourth striker. <laughs> I don't mean a third striker. I mean, you'd happy for him to come on and play in 10-15 games, but no. Yeah. John, you're comparably mobile. As a, as a, as a former Plymouth Argyle <laughs> striker... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think you want, you want him there? No. <coughs> this is, this is <laughs> Marshall. I mean, you know, Marshall he's like made out of balsa wood, isn't he? But if I was in watching Vegos, I'd say, you know, Marshall's clearly got a lot more talent. But he, if he put half the effort in Vegos puts in, there'd be a player, there'd be a player there, It'd wouldn't be a there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, we need we need players with the, the guts and the guile, and and I think. Um, Ghost. I, I think you've been hard enough. No, we'll just edit that out afterwards. <laughs> I don't doubt his character, but like I said, if I got a chance to play for United, I'd do all the things he does as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I'd run my bollocks off, but I'm not very good at football, and so that's just. <laughs> I still reckon I'd score more than two in 34. <laughs> Next question I wanted to Even ask today, you, yeah. even today, he went up for the Edo, still got beat for the Edo, and it just happened that the player put it in his own net. <laughs> I thought Harry Maguire had scored that. That'd be stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, next question I wanted to ask was around the squad players because I think there's a couple that maybe slip below um, the standard tonight and they haven't, you know, I, I just get the impression with this manager that it's not going to be an endless, you know, list of opportunities, is it? 
No, of course not. I mean, you've, you've got to, you have got to mix it up a little bit. One thing that I find surprising that he keeps tending to rest Varane and Martinez at the same time, which I don't think it works because today we were so slow come playing from the back today. Martinez makes such a difference where he can control the tempo of play and pass the ball. Um, and normally he doesn't tend to do that sort of thing. I th thought that was a massive change when he when he did bring Martinez. It made a difference. Um, McTominay didn't really do a great deal again, did he? Um, it's just one of them. It, there's no one terrible, but there's no one you're looking at thinking, yeah, you need to start next week. You know, the the, the firmly squad players, aren't they? I think. Yeah, so. McTominay has, has too many six or sevens out of tens, doesn't he? Gets around, gets booked, thinking thinks that if he gets booked, that's enough. But it's not, is it? It's not. Uh, and the, the, the big one for me is is fullback. Is you know, a few months ago, Delo was uh, turned a corner, and he? I mean, he did quite well in the World Cup. And Van, you know, Wan Bazaka was off the scene. He was gone, wasn't he? And that 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 is one of the biggest turnarounds I think in what maybe Ten Hag's been involved in because you know Wan Bazaka's second half uh, on Sunday was absolutely brilliant if you can combine his sort of defending with Delos maybe going forward you know <laughs> but you know Wan Bazaka has improved going across the halfway line but at the moment again Delos wasn't brilliant tonight um, it's going to be that's going to be an interesting one come the summer who's going to be you know full back unless he buys someone else John there's also Lindelof you know mm. got took off after as soon as we went 1-0 down actually and I think John makes a good point about the passing out of defence was so laboured yeah you know it makes a big difference it, it? it took you back to last season didn't it I think there's no coincidence that um, Lindelof and, and to a degree Maguire yeah. haven't had many minutes lately and when you, you, you when you see them two especially when they're together god it's painful trying to get it forward and, and Martinez gets it forward Casemiro gets it forward and, and you know we were back to McTominay Lindelof and, and Maguire and I think I think that's why you know West Ham West Ham had a go didn't they first half and um, we, we just couldn't um, couldn't get it up the I mean, pitch if, I mean if you add to that no Luke Shaw who, who also is good yeah, on the ball yeah, you know yeah. down that left hand side it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a way out isn't it Luke yeah. Shaw he's been he's been brilliant again for the last season or so so you, you're missing him as well Malassi did okay but he's not Luke Shaw at the moment. John we've got Fulham next round have you seen that yeah um, obviously where we're at home um, we knew we would be Fulham away would have been a nice trip for how many is the that fans. the same have we played away no Forest no. I mean, that was only because we had to semi-finals yeah, 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 yeah. we had one of them but um, oh, it was 1990 yeah they've all, they've all been home draws um, <laughs> it's very winnable isn't it um, but they're, they're a tidy side for them and I thought they took it quite seriously last night um, but if you win that there's not a lot left in it you've only got City, United, Brighton and Fulham I think are the only Premier League teams left in it I think um, Andy mentioned something along the lines of is it how many games is it drawn at home so if we don't include the Forest one I think the late, last yeah. time we were drawn away in a cup was Leicester away in a cup quarter-final two years ago it's knocking on for yeah. It's about 12 games or something now, yeah, 12, 12 draws. Someone yeah. told me Le Leeds have had, uh, <coughs> I don't know if this is true, I've not verified it, but um, <laughs> someone said Leeds has had 24 away games on the trot in the cup, so God, imagine how good that bastards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it just, you know, you mentioned then, are you worried about Fulham? You know, is, is you can't be, you can't be can... you can't be worried, can you? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a from in terms of going through, you you were you were worried about going to City or even City at home. Brighton away would have been the, the terrible draws. There were better draws. Um, but it, it's winnable. It's a, home, it's a home game, night, aren't we? It's a home game. <laughs> Would you yeah. rather get City? No, I think I think yeah. because it was a, in the Europa League as well. I think it's got to it's be on the Saturday or Sunday as well. Yeah. Um, or, in fact, no, it's not that. There's an international break just after it, so it can't be. And we play on the Thursday, so it, I think we have to play on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's not one you particularly look forward to, is it? But you're at the sort of business end of the cup. Where do you lie with? Would you rather face City in the final, or would you rather just get them as soon as possible? Um, I'd rather someone knock them out. But yeah, if you've got to play him, I don't know. Um, 
I, I guess it depends on where you you are in the season and, and what games you've got around. I think leave it as late as possible because I think but if if they beat you and not you out, it can kind of derail your season. So it's the last game, yeah. Yeah, final, I'd, leave, I'd leave it to the final. It's June, innit? So it's, yeah, it's June, after yeah. the, obviously the league's finished and everything. So. Well, the Europa League finals on 31st of May. 31st. Yeah, and then the yes. FA Cup finals so, a few days after. What is that after that? Yeah. God. Right. Jesus. Right, we'll um, wrap up soon then. Um, did you enjoy the weekend, John? Yeah, it's great, wasn't it? Um, nice to be going <coughs> back to Wembley. Um, I, I, I still like the place. I know a lot of people still slag it off, but I don't think we played that well. But we looked like a team who'd just played on the Thursday night, didn't we, against Barcelona? I think we were quite clever once we got the goals. We, we just shut up shop and let them huff and puff. And You've hit on something there. We, nev- like we never, we never yeah. really looked like conceding. So. You've hit on something there that I thought as well. Like I think we beat Barcelona and Newcastle like, last week without playing well. Yeah, well, I mean, we probably played quite well for 45 minutes in the second half against Barcelona. But yeah, no, it's a good trait to have, isn't it? Because yeah. the thing about us is, especially when Varane and Martinez play, we look so solid at the back. Well, it's that little triangle in it, Varane, Martinez and Casemiro. Against those three, I, I bet we've not lost many goals on, on, or lost many games with those three in. Um, and then you just, you're relying on a bit of magic or a good cross and comes in and, and you, can, you can nick games, can't you? Yeah, I, think, I don't think there's ever any, any classic cup finals. I'm not just talking about United here. You, you go back over the years, there's not too many games that stick in your mind that are really end-to-end, you know, brilliant football. For some reason, Wembley just does that to teams. I think it just zaps you. And obviously, yeah, I think we certainly were a bit leggy because of Thursday. But just in general, I don't, I can't remember enjoying too many games at Wembley. Um, but the good thing is, excluding Charity Shields, I saw us lift our 29th trophy, so I'm not going to complain. Is that is that your, you've seen 29? Yeah. Brilliant. How many is your son on now? Because he went to his second cup final. Yeah, so he saw the yeah. Southampton one six years ago. So that was, that was yeah, his second. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Casemiro, that on Sunday was Casemiro's 20th final he's played in. He's won 17 of them. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> Imagine that, isn't it? <laughs> <I> <laughs> ten, ten, ten in a row. <laughs> like, even at 2 0, and, and Newcastle had a go. They often puffed, didn't they? But I, I never felt properly threatened by them. Like, United have just got this clinical edge at the moment, and it's driven by Casemiro and, 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 and other players as well, like Martinez. And, and, you know, Rash was on There's so much character in the team yeah, that's now it. that we never used to have. And they're a little bit cynical. Yeah. Like Martinez come on today and he'd, he'd booted booted um, Antonio up the arse with him within 30 seconds of coming on. I would fancy doing it in fairness. Yeah, no. Ca- Casemiro's loving it. You probably, I'm guessing it probably didn't show it on the TV. When Ganacho scored tonight, he's right in front of the railings, in front of the Stratford end, like yeah, sticking yeah, his yeah. tongue out and like yeah. high fiving all the fans. Yeah. And, you know, he's absolutely loving it. I think, you know, just a, a quick last observation of the second half. I've, I think I counted, you know, maybe 10 to 15 world-class passes in that second half forward. You know, I couldn't believe the, how, how quickly the pace of the game changed from what we saw in the first half to then going 1-0 down and then the urgency that I then saw. I was, I was incredibly impressed with that. I'd go as far as to say, like, yeah. you know, the manner of that victory was better than, you know, some of the biggest results we've had at home we've, season, we've watched that yeah. game for so long over the yeah, last yeah, few yeah. years when we're losing and you just know it's not going to happen and you have to bring Jesse Lingard on or yeah, yeah, someone yeah. else you know, but you knew today as soon as he made yeah. them changes we were going to be bang at it and, and they were and it's, it's good to see laid siege to a goal didn't we at the end there yeah we'll do man of the matches then um, John um, I think Casemiro completely changed the game I, I, but, I mean Garnacho's obviously done well as well from, from a slow start um, it'd be between those two but I'll, I'll give it to I'll go to for Garnacho just for getting the winner it's a good goal it never stopped yeah Garnacho just he, he changed about the second, last half an hour he was just almost unplayable he wanted the ball running at people and, and the finish was just brilliant 
uh, Casemiro for me. I think he was the catalyst for the change. Yeah, I get the casting vote, so Casemiro is um, for definite. <laughs> I think um, it's becoming a bit of a landslide, actually, our um, much-assorted um, United We Stand of player of the season. Yeah, so he is running away with it, to be quite honest, I think. But yeah, cheers to everyone that bought the mag tonight. It was out new tonight. Um, it's got Raphael Varane on the front cover um, with the good cover from Stan Chow. Um, probably the best cover artist we've had for a few years, I reckon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate everyone that's bought the mag. And we'll be back. Um, is it Real Betis next game? Betis next, next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Southampton at the, the weekend Sunday, after yeah. that, yeah. Um, thanks to everyone. Manchester United are in the FA Cup quarter-final. And there's a lot to be cheerful about after a great second-hour performance. Thanks. <laughs>